listening to the Cosmic Celebrity Podcast, where spiritually gifted persons receive information and tips on awakening their consciousness to develop and integrate their abilities in their daily life through spiritual growth. Here's your host, Athena Lucene. I harmonize in order to survive, modeling instinct. I seal the store of life force with the galactic tone of integrity. I am guided by the power of universal water. Welcome to episode 12 of the Cosmic Celebrity Podcast here at athenalacine.com. I'm sounding a little bit under the weather because I have a cold, so I hope that I don't sound too (laughs) ghostly, like a ghost or something, right? I hope you can understand me clearly. And, you know, I'm like losing my voice a little bit as well. So just hang in there with me and we're going to get through this. On today's podcast, I'll be sharing with you how to release dogma and superstition and embrace and nurture your six sensibilities. You'll also receive uh, divine downloads and intuitive energy healing that's going to assist you to realign you in the realignment of the frequency of your unique energy imprint, which is your soul essence, having a physical life experience. And when you are on purpose and aligned with your soul's calling, I call that a cosmic celebrity, being a cosmic celebrity. So when I say release in dogma and superstition, the reason I say release in dogma, because, you know, just from my own personal experience, being of, you know, a West Indian culture, um, I was actually born in Jamaica. And, you know, there's a lot of superstition when it comes to Caribbean islands and just in general, there's a lot of superstition when it comes to having six sensibilities or what I call spiritually gifted, spiritual gifts right? There's a lot of superstition and dogma at play when it comes to having six sensibilities. And I know particularly, you know, with my background, I know that, you know, for me, it was one of the, one of the biggest challenges to overcome in embracing, you know, this aspect of myself. Because when you're talking about, you know, when you put religion in it, when you put, you know, fear about your soul and your salvation and things like that. And, you know, being safe and playing it safe and doing things exactly the way that you're taught to do it. And, you know, basically living out a social program and living out, you know, all these different paradigms that really, to be honest, you know, do they all support your soul's calling? Do they all support you and and the things that you are working to achieve and your spiritual growth and your evolution. And it was really challenging for me, not in that I wasn't clear that there was something different about me. I I knew, you know, from a child that there was something different about me, something that was unique. There was a knowing, even though I didn't have the language at the time, I didn't really understand how to manage things, you know, in a balanced way or how to be emotionally healthy as a child. And, you know, even into my adulthood, like it took me a long time for me to really understand, you know, exactly 
what was going on with me in my life and, you know, how to manage these six sensibilities. And for me, the dogma and the superstition for so long, like there was a part of me that felt that I knew that I knew I was a good person. I knew I had a good heart. I knew I I, I didn't wish anybody bad or I knew I wasn't doing any voodoo or putting hex on anyone. But I felt as if these six sensibilities, you know, I always sensed that I could go only but so far with people, you know, the adults around me or just people in general in really explaining what it was that I was experiencing. And while my mom was supportive and a couple of the family members, when I would tell them about some dreams that I had, you know, I never really understood what the dreams meant and things of that nature, but I was always dreaming, like to this day. I was always dreaming the future. I was always, you know, having all these premonitions and things of that nature and just having a really heightened sensitivity towards the, the emotions and the feelings around others and just just have a knowing, you know? So, but the dogma of it all, like it kept me scared to really talk to anybody about it because I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to be thought of as being evil or that I wasn't a good person. And my dad, you know, was also spiritually gifted. And because I didn't grow up with my dad, I didn't really know much about him. And all I heard was really bad things that he had these abilities and, you know, he used his abilities to hurt people. And, you know, he was just overall generally not a good person. So these are the things that I had always heard about my dad. So from early on, I I associated my abilities with not being good. And I disowned a lot of it, or I shouldn't say disowned. I suppressed a lot of it. You know, I denied a very big part of who I am for a long time, for a major part of my life, because I had this belief that my gifts were not good and pure or that they wouldn't be perceived that way. I mean, I always knew that they were because I always wanted to use my abilities in a way that helped people. And I didn't really realize at the time what I was doing to help people because I was intuitively doing it. And, you know, as a spiritually gifted person, when, you know, you just have a light, that massive light and love consciousness that's just so natural to you, you know, people feed off of that. They don't even know consciously what's going on, but they feed off of it. Just because you're of your presence, people are uplifted. And that happens whether or not you're aware of it or not, whether or not they're aware of it or not. So the whole dogma and the whole superstition around your abilities, it's kind of like society is like so contradictory when it comes to, okay, is it good to discern and have a knowing and have intuition? Oh yeah, and have prophecy. Oh yeah, that's so wonderful. But then it's like society programs us not to really go so far in our questioning or in our, you know, wanting clarification, knowledge about, you know, what we're being told about our abilities and our six sensibilities, right? It's like, oh, you can only go but so far and then that's it. Because if you go any further <laughs> down the rabbit hole, be careful because now that's evil stuff, right? That's evil stuff. You're not supposed to know certain things. You're not supposed to, you know, be able to have certain understanding because, you know, you're human, you know, and you're human and you're just meant to have a certain amount of ignorance, you know, and these types of social programming, they're everywhere. The influence of this type of limiting 
experiencing of the non-physical realms, you know, the things that you can't see, right? It's like there's so many different social programmings that basically sabotages and destroys the development of your six sensibilities, right? So it's like suppressed and or it goes dormant, you know, and then before you know it, it's like you're not as intuitive anymore. You are now living out a program instead of being connected with your soul and allowing divine intelligence and guidance to assist you in the way that you live your life, right? The way you show up, you know, the profession that you have, your connection with your inner spirit and knowing that is the guiding force in your life that helps you in actually living a fulfilled life and and seeing beyond limited illusions of the old paradigm of, you know, well, you just get up, you live a mediocre life, and it happens so fast, and then you die, and that's it. And, you know, accepting that life is tragic, and life is just so unfair, and life is just so so not worth living at times, right? Because it's everything is just so terrible about the planet, and it's so terrible about life, right? Because people are just so, you know, evil or whatever the situation, right? So I just want to encourage you, you know, to just start thinking about some stuff. I mean, for whatever, you know, like Sylvia Brown used to always say when she was alive, I used to, I used to admire something that she would always say. And she would always say, I forgot the exact words, but she would say like, take what is true for you and leave the rest. So basically I'm just saying that, like, you know, don't listen to what I'm saying. Like, I'm just challenging you to really start thinking about things, really start being aware of your life and, you know, the things that you are taught and told either by your socialization at school and at church and, you know, at home and really start thinking about it. Think about everything and check in, like take a moment with yourself, your inner spirit and say, and ask, is this true? Is this true? And you can always know, you can feel when something is not aligned with divine truth because, you know, it's like your body will literally like react a certain way. Like you can literally feel like a a sensation in your body that's actually uncomfortable, you know, when a certain topic or when a statement is made that that you're not resonating with, right? It's kind of like ultimately you become like literally just a programmed walking zombie when you are not your own thinker right? So your six sensibilities is all about allowing you to activate that part of yourself that is is basically a spark of the divine that knows, you know, everything that you need to know for your life that's going to help you to evolve your soul, that's going to help you to really live a meaningful life. And the idea of these dogmatic beliefs that are limiting and that that are fear-based and don't do that because if you do that, this is going to happen to you and your, your soul is not going to, you know, the salvation of your soul. Well, I mean, how about this? How about you already have salvation? It can never be taken from you, just like the love of the creator can never be taken from you. It's yours. It's yours for the taking. It's yours for the having. It's yours for the experiencing you already have salvation from your existence. That's a gift of life. Life is salvation. 
You are a spark of the divine. You don't have to earn anything. You're not here to earn anything. You're not here to, you know, prove anything. You're not here to, you know, literally limit yourself and, you know, show up in a contracted version of yourself just to make other people feel all right. You know, just make sure that, you know, your soul is saved, quote unquote. Your soul already is experiencing salvation. And I want to tell you what true salvation is. True salvation is when you live a divine purpose, when you accept who you are, when you accept your six sensibilities, when you frame your, your beliefs around you and your abilities, your six sensibilities to a belief that this is a divine, special, sacred gift, the gift of knowing, being intuitively connected to all that is. You're in a flow, you're syncopated, and that there's no good thing, there's no abundance, there's no emotional freedom that can ever be kept from you as long as you are connected in this, in this syncopated flow. When you are nurturing your abilities, when you are checking in regularly with yourself and understanding whatever it is that you're needing to know at any given time, when you're just in the flow of your process of your life, the process of your, your development, your, your self-nurturance, the, the, your self-love, when you're just in the process of just being center in your reality and just literally like learning and growing and evolving, right? And everybody else is just extras, seriously. It's you're a joyous co-creator, you and the creator, you and source energy. It's all about you and source energy. You're not here. You're too expanded. You're too powerful to come here through your forgetting, right? Through social conditioning, you know, all of a sudden just want to live a normal life. Well, you're not here to be normal. You're extraordinary. You're not here to be normal. <laughs> That's old paradigm stuff. You're here to be extraordinary, but you'll never be extraordinary if you don't have the courage to be everything you came here to be and to have every experience, every rich life experience, abundant experience that you're meant to have. The, and, and the emotional freedom and the happiness and the joy, that's just, you know, the basics. That's just a foundation. But you have got to release these dogmatic beliefs and these superstitions around your six sensibilities. And you have to start asking yourself, well, who benefits when you live your life behind dogmatic beliefs and fear and superstition? Who benefits? If you were to tap into your own power and your zone of genius and be emotionally free, be happy, no matter who approves of you, no matter who validates you, no matter who gets you, when you are just so powerful in your own self-worth, in your own self-acknowledgement, when in your own self-acceptance, in your own self-love, that really nobody else's opinion have nothing to do with you. And you mean that literally. You live that. You be that energy. That's what it's all about. But you got to get past the fear of the dogma and the superstition. You already have salvation. There's only more salvation to be had the more you expand your soul. The more you nurture your abilities, the more you see them as sacred, divine blessings. You start showing appreciation for them, for the warnings, for the, the upliftment that they bring you. The sense of knowing that all is well. The feeling of comfort and emotional well-being that just flows, that just, just comes upon you, that just literally assures you 
that you're not alone, that you're safe, that you're all is well. It's just an illusion. And all your suffering and your anxiety and your fear and your worry and your anger, because things are happening. Things are happening to you that you don't have the understanding yet. All you have to do is get connected and you will know all you need to know about those six sensibilities. You're gonna know why you, you're dreaming certain things. You're gonna know why certain sensations are coming to you when you're around certain people. You're gonna grow with your process. You're gonna know what you need to know, but you've gotta get connected. You gotta get past the dogma. The dogma is only gonna keep you stuck. The dogma is only gonna keep you living a limited life. That's so unfulfilling and, and dissatisfying that's gonna keep you in like all this emotional bondage. Are you kidding me? The most freeing thing you could do is just be unapologetically yourself and not give a damn about what anybody else gotta say about it. Cause you're self-sufficient like that. You generate your own energy. So you don't need nobody's energy to supply your life force. Cause you generate your own through the creator, through source energy. And really your life becomes about, well, what meaningful experience do you wanna have? What kind of parent you wanna be? How you want to show up in the world as a sister or a friend or a mother or a father or a brother? Like, how are you going to show up? How are you going to illuminate your light? How are you going to be a blessing to yourself and to other people? But you can't get there if you are sitting here stuck in all this fear-based dogma that's causing you to deny your abilities, suppress your abilities, literally like ignore your guidance, right? Ignore your gut feeling. Living in anguish and anxiety. That's not living. Feeling misunderstood, feeling alone, feeling like you always need to be second guessing yourself. Like psychological chaos. Why? Because that's what you're choosing for yourself. Because you're not asking yourself empowering questions. You're not asking yourself questions like, well, you know, this dogmatic belief, I mean, I hear this, but you know, like there's something about it that doesn't feel right. But then you ignore it. You don't question any further. You don't reason. You just go along with the masses because that's what the masses do. And because you're deciding to be a part of the masses when you are more powerful than that. You got six sensibilities. You know more than you need to know. Forget knowing all you need to know. You know more than you need to know at any given time. If you learn how to develop and nurture and focus your mind on future manifestations, things that haven't manifested as yet, right? And create something that's meaningful for you your emotional freedom, your happiness, your joy. You know, like for instance, like, you know, these dogmatic beliefs that talk about your six sensibilities, you know, and, and I, I feel very passionate and I'm being very direct in this podcast because, you know, in the beginning, in the first couple of podcasts, you know, I, I, I found myself like watering things down and not really, you know, being as blunt pretty much. Because, you know, there was still a part of me that was like wondering or fearing, like, what are people going to think? But you know what? At the end of the day, people are going to think whatever they want to think anyway, water down or not. So you might as well not water it down. You might as well live and speak your truth. And I get passionate 
when it comes to persons who are spiritually gifted, who do so much good in the world, so much good for our planet, the galaxy, the universe, and conscious forward movement, and then get a bad name for it, like you are omen and you evil and you this and that. No, when you do so much more good, you do so much more good than the quote unquote good people on the planet. Right? The person, you know, this is what I realize about the third dimensional construct. Everything is in opposition. It, it's like everything is in opposition. This is why you have got to be connected with your six sensibilities. The persons who are good, they are portrayed to, to the masses as they're bad, right? The things that's going to keep you spiritually aligned and keep you powerfully syncopated with nature and everything and all that it is and guidance and the cosmos and the universe, those things that keep you empowered, you are socialized to believe that they're bad and stay away from them because then you're going to literally end up in hell, right? Well, you already live in a hell when you're not accepting who you are because you don't have the free flow of energy, of peace and well-being. You're already living a hell because you're not being who you came to be. You're not being yourself. You're sitting there being literally like a puppet on a string for a whole bunch of people around you who are also not even connected to who they are and their divine purpose. Do you see? It's like everything is in, everything is literally, like literally backwards. You see what I'm saying? This is why you have got to become awakened you have got to nurture your abilities. You have got to understand. You got to believe in yourself. You got to be willing to stand by yourself sometimes. You got to be willing to believe in you and stand by yourself and then let the right people come to you who understand you, who get you, who's also on the same journey as you, who are also spiritually gifted. You got to be ready and have the courage to dismantle the old paradigms of your life where you doubted yourself, where you second-guessed yourself, where things didn't go the way you wanted it to go, and you had absolute confusion about it. It's time for clarity. It's time for clarity. It's time for conscious living. It's time for awakening. It's time for calling out the illusions for what they are. You are powerful. You have six sensibilities. You're clairvoyant. You can talk to your ancestors. You're empathic. You can pick up on the energy of other people. You can know when people are BSing you or not. You can have guidance about where to go and where not to go, when to speak and when to be quiet. You have this, this power. And when it's all said and done, you can say, I lived the way that I came to live and I fulfilled my purpose and I embraced myself and I loved myself and I developed myself and I nurtured myself and I created positive impact for everybody around me. This is a time for awakening. This is not the time to go to sleep. This is not the time to sleep. You gotta be awake. You gotta be awake. You gotta take time for yourself. You got to nurture you. You got to get intimate with you. Get to know you. Get to know your abilities. Get to just be in delightment of you. Oh my gosh, once you do that, you can't keep people away from you. You're going to be trying to find some free time for yourself and you won't even be able to find it. You literally have to create it and put your boundaries and say, no, this time is for me because your energy will become so magnificent.
People are going to want what they sense, what they feel around you. Even if they can't explain what it is, they're going to feel all right around you. Even on the phone. Even if they're not physically around you, they're going to be doing the next best thing, which is trying to have you on the phone. This is how powerful you are. You've got to come into your own power. Stop doubting yourself. Stop second-guessing yourself. Stop allowing superstition that you're an omen. You're six and that's the ultimate slap in the creator's face. If the creator had a face, because we know the creator's energy. <laughs> but that's the ultimate insult if there were to be one to the creator, right? Picture yourself being like, you know, the creator, you know, is like while the creator was creating you, right? You're like a, a divine spark from the creator. And there is, you're like this unique puzzle piece to the whole puzzle, right? Where nobody else is like you. Nobody else has the exact shape as you. Your place, your place is your place and nobody else can fill that place. And the creator is so proud of you. The creator is gifting you with all this beautiful consciousness and this innate natural ability to just be able to sense the physical realm and the non-physical realm and all that is right? And the, the the creator gives you these supernatural six sensibilities and, you know, and expects great things of you and expects you to have like the most joyous, happy life, right? You're ready. And then you come here and then you allow social programming to literally convince you, program you, desensitize you to your six sensibilities, to your special gifts, to your talents, to the very tools that you were given by the creator to stay connected to source energy, to keep your alignment, to keep you in the intuitive flow, to keep you manifesting happy manifestations, abundance of every kind. This is what you're essentially doing by denying who you are. This was really hard. Like, I know that this is not easy. I know that... You know, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of gusto, right? To be who you are, even if it's not quote unquote popular. And I do believe, and that this is the thing about it. People are very, very, like, there's a lot of people who wish they had your six sensibilities. Will they come publicly and say it? No, because it's not popular. It's not the in thing. Well, who the hell cares about the in thing? Be who you are, because I'm telling you, people secretly admire you for your six sensibilities. I know my friends admired me, and they still admire me for my six sensibilities. There's clients I have, and I talk to them, and, and they're just so amazed. You know, they're, they're just, I, I get endless compliments about how gifted I am from clients, from friends, from, you know, people I don't even know. Your six sensibilities is your secret essence. It's your thing. It's what makes you so unique. It's your uniqueness. It's, it's, it's a thing about you that nobody else can have because it's you. Even people who are spiritually gifted, there's no two spiritual gifts that are exactly the same because we experience our spiritual gifts through our frame of reference and the frame of reference is unique to all of us. Why? Because we all have different minds. We have all different perceptions, right? So the creator is experiencing through us, is co-creating with us. 
And our experiences are unique to us, just as our gifts are unique to us. So when you hear dogmatic beliefs, and you know, this for me, I remember I, I grew up in the church. <laughs> I was actually I, I was actually raised Catholic. I remember growing up in the church, and there came a point where it was like, mm, not so much. Like, you know, like, like the pastor would say something that just like my soul was like, no, that's so not true. You know, like your sins can't be forgiven unless I go talk to the pastor. I'm like, no, I could talk to the creator, you know, like directly. Are you kidding me? Like I have my own direct connection to the, the creator, to God, right? I mean, that's, that's a dogmatic word, God, but you know what I'm saying. And this is not a bash. This is not about Catholicism or anything like that. I'm just simply saying that I was raised Catholic. And then I got to a point where there was so many things that was being said that I didn't resonate with. Then I was like, okay, maybe it's about, I'm just in the wrong church or something like that. You know, and I had, you know, friends and family who were of other denominations and I would visit church with them and we'd be flowing, flowing. And then it's the same thing that kept happening. Like there was this so much dogma about who the creator is. And, you know, the creator is vengeful and the creator punishes you. And if you don't do this, then this is going to happen to you and, and the devil. And, and it just got so like, if for, for me, it felt like somebody was talking about my best friend, talking ill of my best friend or not telling the full truth about my best friend, you know? And I just couldn't take it anymore. And then I went through the phase where I was like, well, I'm just looking for the right church. Not understanding that for me, you know, spirituality is my church. You know, my quiet time with myself, the development of my abilities, like being in absolute appreciation, you know, for the guidance, for the warnings, for me having the things that I want to have, that I envision having. Do you know how awesome it is to envision yourself having like a peaceful you know, state of mind where you feel happy, where, you know, you just feel free. You just feel emotionally free. Like, you know, I've worked for a long time to have that and it wasn't easy. You know, I had to like literally assess my whole life and literally make decisions about who I was married to, who I had as friends, who I had in my, as part of my inner circle, who was part of my outer circle, you know, like I had to go through that. I had to go through that because I, I accepted. I got to a point where I accepted that, you know what? Everybody's not going to be for me. Why? Because everybody's functioning at a different level of consciousness, you know? And there's a lot of people who have dogmatic beliefs and superstitions about my six sensibilities. And my thing is, if you can't accept me and all of me for who I am and support me and love me and admire me the same way, then you don't need to be in my inner circle. And that's okay. That's okay. You get to go create your reality over there and I'll stay right here and create my reality. And it, it's like, it's it's no love loss. It's just that my gifts, I'm very clear that my six sensibilities are pure and beautiful and magnificent. And they have helped so many people, even in my day-to-day -day life. They've helped so many people. I've had so many compliments. I've, you know, like I, I've seen so many people, the relief of knowing the truth, the relief of releasing dogma and superstition, right? I've seen what it does when somebody is able to release dogma and superstition. It's the ultimate emotional freedom because you're not worried anymore. You're no longer worried about, oh my goodness, I can't do that or I can't think that or I can't, you know, be in this place 
or that place, because if I do that, then my salvation, you know, my salvation is compromised. I'm going to be doomed to hell. I'm not saying don't have morals. I'm not saying don't have values. I'm not saying don't have spiritual integrity with your abilities. But what I'm saying is don't allow superstition and dogma. And let me tell you, a lot of this superstition and dogma, this is from people who don't even understand, you know, what it is to have six sensibilities. This is from people that don't even understand it because they're not gifted in that way. They're gifted in other ways, I'm sure, but they're not gifted in that way. So if you don't have six sensibilities, you can't talk to me about having six sensibilities. It's that simple. Now, another person with six sensibilities can talk to me about having six sensibilities because there's going to be so much that's going to be in common. There's going to be unique variances and different ways of how we experience our gifts, but we can relate. We could talk because I know you're not intellectualizing the experience. I know you're having the experience. So you just got to be you. You got to be you. You got to be free. You got to be you. And, and, you know, I think you can expect to, you know, experience me in a more direct way. Because I'm telling you, from my personal experience, when you are sitting there and you're living your life from a space of trying to be approved or validated by others, or by other people, tell you know, living by other person's perceptions about you and your six sensibilities. People telling you you're crazy. Yeah, I had that too. People telling me I was crazy just because they couldn't understand the depth of my consciousness. So because they didn't understand it, I had to be crazy for them, right? So it's okay. You see what I'm saying? It's okay for them to have their perceptions. What I'm telling you is you trust and live and stand in the truth of your own. Your own perception is what is relevant. Nobody else's perception is relevant. Yours is relevant first and foremost. So be very mindful about what you're thinking about and how you're perceiving your gifts, how you're perceiving your life, how you're perceiving your mental health, how you're perceiving your emotional health. Like that's up to you. That's up to you. But you got to release the dogma. You got to release the superstition and allow yourself to truly be free and ask yourself, is this right for me? Is this true for me? You got to ask yourself. And if you feel a light sensation in your body, if you feel like ease, then you know it's right for you. It's true. But then if somebody says something to you that sounds dogmatic, you know, and then you say, is this true or is this not true? You know, go by how your body feels. Go by how your body feels. If somebody says something and you ask yourself mentally, go in mentally and check in and say, you know, is this true for me? And you'll either intuitively see a yes or a no, the words, or you'll feel the sensation of ease in your body. Then that means that it's aligned with you. But if somebody says something and you feel discomfort in your body or you see a big no, then obviously then it's not for you. It's not aligned with you. Do you see what I'm saying? Like there's no truth that is aligned with everybody all the time. You got to allow your intuition to guide you with that. You have to be connected with your intuition first though. You have to develop your six sensibilities. You have to nurture your six sensibilities. That's the essential way of navigating through the third dimensional construct because we're all just little realities happening simultaneously around each other. You got to be centered in your reality.
You got to be spiritually elevated. There's no way you're going to have, you know, a meaningful, happy experience as a person with six sensibilities if you are not centered in your reality. If you are not spiritually elevated, if you are not understanding of how to manage these abilities and how to manage other people around you who are not perceiving things the way you're perceiving it, who are not spiritually gifted, who in their way of trying to understand you just have you categorized as crazy. You're not crazy. Don't buy that. You're not crazy. You have access to higher dimensional mind. That's all dimension is. People freak out. That's, a, that's one of the dogmas that I just, you know, I just can never get over it because it's like people freak out over certain words like dimension. All dimension is, is a deeper state of mind. That's all dimension means. Look it up. Don't believe me. Look it up. That's all dimension mean. But people freak out when they hear the word dimension. Some people. Not us, of course, because, <laughs> you know, that's just all day, every day for us. Like, you know, deeper states of mind, you know, but, you know, be aware, you know, the word psychic, people freak out over the word psychic. All psychic means is mental energy, the flow of mental energy, the mind, <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, just, just check in. I want you to practice checking in. Every day, check in. When somebody offers you something, when you go somewhere, when someone offers you an idea or an ideology, right? Just just ask, is that true for you? Is that true for you or not? You know, as far as the superstition stuff, you are what you believe. If you believe in superstition and all this other stuff, your mind is going to make it real. But isn't that tiring? Don't you just prefer to just have, you know, a realization or a sense of, you know what? How about this? How about I'm going to command my energy field that everything works out for me and I'm not going to, you know, sit here and and like decipher that this one specific thing. No, I'm not going to get into no paradigm. Like I'm not going to be all heavy into any one paradigm. How about the whole universe supports me? All of existence supports me. Everything comes and is for my highest and greatest good. How about that? When you do that and command your energy field like that, it don't matter about dogma and superstition. It's about what you're commanding in your reality. It's about your universe and universe. How about that? I'm telling you, it's a lot, hell of a lot emotionally exhausting to do it that way than to sit there and be worrying about all this dogma and all this superstition and all this other stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think, you know, just 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 take it easy on yourself and be gentle with yourself, you know, and, and just start asking questions. Don't just believe stuff just because people say stuff. Like, check in with yourself. You know, be present and conscious about how you're feeling. How does your body feel? You know, how are you feeling? Like, check in with you. It's about you. It really is. It's about you. It's about you. You got to take care of yourself. It's okay to be selfish with yourself and selfish with your self-care. It's okay. Because if you don't have you in a healthy, emotional, and mental state. How are you going to be a blessing for anybody else? You got to take care of you. You got to be aware of the programs that, that don't serve you, that, that, that aren't aligned with who you are, the truth of who you are. That's not aligned with source energy. 
the nature of source energy, just the nature of the creator. So if you're struggling with this one, you know, just know that, you know, this, this is a really big one for persons with six sensibilities. It's really big. It really is. But once you get beyond the dogma and the superstition of things, you start to realize that, you know, it wasn't so bad. You know, at the time before you move beyond the superstition and the dogma, you know, it just seemed so fearful. There was so much to it and it may have taken a certain amount of time, you know, for that process to happen. But eventually you you start seeing the truth, like, oh my gosh, you know, like all these dogma and superstition and all this other stuff, you know, this was just a, another form of entrapment for you, mental entrapment. And, you know, you're so much bigger than that. And once you get beyond that illusion and then you start living your life, you know, from a higher conscious state of mind, when you start accepting your six sensibilities and you'd be like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to just be in this effortless flow, right? You're not here to suffer, you know? And then when you start really collecting your life experiences and, and start feeling real and true bona fide emotional freedom, you know, you're going to be so happy and joyous. You're not even going to know what to do with yourself <laughs> because you'll be unfazed by other people's opinion of you. You know, it's, it's going to be like, okay, well, then you feel that way. That's all right. I'm telling you, you're going to piss a lot of people off when you get emotionally free. When you accept yourself, you accept your six sensibilities and get emotionally free, you're going to piss a lot of people off. Because <laughs> it's going to be like, how dare you be emotionally free? How dare you be happy? How dare you love yourself and appreciate your six sensibilities? How dare you? And then you're just going to smile calmly to yourself and just be in the observer seat. <laughs> And watch them play out, you know, their emotional discord and their fears and all this other stuff. And you're going to feel so much more appreciation, you know, for your soul ascension, for your your conscious awakening. So if, if you're really struggling with this and you're looking for support, I am available. If you go to athenalucine.com, you know, scroll down under Take the First Steps to Clarity and Emotional Freedom. Click the phase or the phases that applies to you, that resonates with you, that speaks to your soul. And you'll receive a special video that I prepared for you to assist you in overcoming, you know, various challenges of, you know, the spiritually gifted, or I should say living as a spiritually gifted person. And also you can also, in addition to that, to, for more support, I am available for 20 minute free consultations, just so we can talk specifically about how you're specifically experiencing your reality and your discomforts around moving beyond dogmatic and superstitious beliefs that are literally like hindering you or, you know, causing you, you know, it's kind of like this inner turmoil where it's like, you know, you're sensing something is not true, but yet, you know, like going with the flow of society, right? And it, it's a process and it, it's not easy and it takes tremendous courage. So if you're looking for support with that from me, you can go to Go to workwithathena.com, fill out the quick assessment so that, you know, when we get on the 20 minute call, we can actually, it's a video, you know, it's, it's a video call, 20 minute video call. And we can like, you know, discuss your concerns. You know, I'll have your assessment sheet so I'll be able to better assist you and get more and provide more support out of the 20 minutes. So that's workwithathena.com so that you can go ahead and schedule your 20-minute consultation, your free consultation. 
and I'd be happy to support you. You know, life happens unique for everyone, right? So we all need the emotional support, especially as a person with six sensibilities and really moving past dogma and superstition. And this is one of the big areas for a lot of persons who are spiritually gifted because, you know, it's kind of like the masses says something different. You know, the masses, you know, have different beliefs, you know, and they don't really understand you, your six sensibilities. They don't really understand you. You don't even understand all of the details about your six sensibilities. So you deserve emotional freedom, nevertheless. So go ahead and go to work with Athena.com. Get that questionnaire submitted and schedule your time. In the meantime, if there's anybody that you feel that can you know, benefit from this podcast, anyone who may be having this specific issue and wanting to move past you know, fear and superstition and dogma you know, around their abilities, go ahead and forward it. Share it with them. Share it. I'd love to see your your comments and your feedback so that, you know, I'd be happy to respond. I look forward to receiving it and responding. I am Athena Lucene and I am a galactic beacon of expanded love and light consciousness. I came to this earth planetary construct to assist you and support you in remembering and growing with your spiritual journey uh, and evolution back to the universal oneness. It's my absolute joy to support you. This is my purpose. And, you know, thank you for the gift of allowing me to stand in that purpose in my support of you. That's it for now. Abundant blessings and blissful moments. Mm -hmm.